Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. So let's talk about this. I put a post up yesterday, got a lot of traction. Um, five top five investments over the next decade. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, this is the list well that earn, this is Earn Your Leisure's list. Mm-hmm. Um, at number five, real estate, residential, homes, and land, not commercial, because we understand, and I'll go through each one of these. We understand that we are in a commercial real estate. I don't want to say collapse, but we're in a commercial real estate correction. Correction? Yes. Well, not even just a correction, because corrections things go back up. We don't we're uncertainty. Okay. There's a variety. There's a lot of uncertainty for the future of commercial real estate. It may never fully rebound. When you look at malls, when you look at office space, when you look at a variety of different commercial properties, um commercial real estate is uh, in a very weird place right now. But one thing that has been consistent is that um, there are more people on earth than ever before. And there will be more people on earth in the next 10 years than ever before. So what that leads to is housing. There's always going to be a need for housing, especially as 
population growth grows, especially as inflation grows and especially as incomes remain stagnant and especially as more and more home prices go up and mm-hmm. people lose jobs. A variety of different reasons why people will be renting. I mean, even going to the other post when it's like 520 State Street is a million dollars. I was like, no, 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 no. An apartment. This, an apartment. One apartment. No. <laughs> Not the building. Yeah. One apartment. A thousand, a thousand, a thousand square, square feet. feet. <laughs> yes. 560 y'all, feet. Y'all quit asking when I move to New York. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, one of my friends, one of one of my friends lives in a in, in a really nice building in, in Midtown. Um, one one bedroom, two bathrooms. I assume it's like a, a big bath and then like a little small guest bathroom. Yeah, about a, about probably a thousand square feet. It's a really nice building though in Midtown. Um, how do you, how much you think he's paying the rent for that? Probably seven grand a month. Seven. Ten thousand dollars a month. Say, that's on the low end. Ten thousand dollars a month, and I don't, I don't think that includes parking. So, um, I mean, you're always going to need somewhere to live. They try to give me that little sky building too, mellow hoop here. I, I want to go. <laughs> no, <there. no, laughs> like, Yo, yeah, this is a vibe. But I knew somebody in the sky building. That's a fact. Um, so yeah, so ten ten thousand dollars a month in rent for that. So I, I say that to say, I think. Um, residential real estate will always, and then of course land. Land, I think that that doesn't really need an explanation. Um, as there's a demand for real estate, there's also, there's, land is, there's a shortage of land because they're not making any more land unless you go to the Middle East and they actually are making land. But <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, for the most part, as people, as more people consume the earth, um, the land on the earth becomes even more valuable and who owns the land becomes even more wealthier. So yeah. um, emerging markets, is number four, yeah. specifically Africa and India. I don't know if you can call the Middle East an emerging market. It's pretty much already emerged, but there's still a lot more room for growth. Growth, yeah. Um, so I don't think all of Asia. The reason why I said Africa is because I think the majority of Africa has a lot of potential. Um, and we'll talk about China and Ghana in a little bit. Yeah. But um, a lot of growth as far as every business opportunity possible um population growth the biggest in the world mm-hmm. all of the stuff that we've been talking about that for a very long period of time in india will surpass china um yep. soon yep. as the number like one country in the world as far as population is concerned china's population is actually going down yep. india's population is going up, going up um so many different companies are, you know, focusing their, their attention on India. Yeah. And then, like I said, of course, of course, the Middle East, they have led in innovation over the last 15, 20 years. And um, they are moving at a very fast pace. When you look at Saudi Arabia, we'll talk about the live golf thing. But, yeah. um, you know, they're really reinventing their, their whole economy because they understand that oil is going to run out. And they're, and they're reinventing their public perception and their look also. <laughs> well played. Yeah. Yeah, that's why when you say innovation, I'm thinking exactly what you were just saying in terms of the look from an infrastructure standpoint, from a global persona in, in a sense. They, yeah, they're leading. Number three. But, but oh. before you get to number three for the audience, when you say top five investments, do you mean publicly traded companies or public and private? Public and private. Okay. Public and private. So for the emerging markets per se, right? Maybe not so much on a publicly traded company side, but um, 
when you look at investing. So when you we'll talk about, so when you look at like real estate, for instance, yeah. right, you can buy real estate in different parts. We have, we should have a, a conversation with Denise the broker about, um, yeah. about yeah. buying, she's selling real estate in Dubai, yes. but, um, you know, real estate in Africa and then, you know, bringing talents, becoming entrepreneurs. So this is a variety of different things where it's not necessarily just investing in public companies, but just overall investing gotcha. overall. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. healthcare. Obviously everybody understands how important healthcare is or you should, yep. um, but to kind of break it a little bit more specifically, biotech is something that we've talked about before. And, um, you know, is something that I think over the next decade will play a major part in the health industry, technology, mixed with biology is biotech um and i think that you know it will be a lot of advancement in the biotech space uh pharmaceuticals i mean this goes back to the publicly traded company conversation we yep. talked about eli Lilly. we talked about you know johnson and johnson different things of that nature so yeah um and then healthcare technology which is kind of in line with biotech as well but could be a little bit different as well um i think the blockchain is going to play a major part in healthcare. Some comments killing you, huh? About what? It was like, why aren't y'all mentioning crypto and, and blockchain? Oh, well, well, yeah, crypto. That's that's you know, yeah. well, that's why it's always. I don't. This is just a a, a list. A you list. can add. Some people might agree with some things. Some people might want to put another thing. You know, crypto is definitely something that definitely has to be considered to be on a list like this. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like it's a lot of uncertainty around crypto right now, and for sure. Ten years might not even be enough time before it really, really it you does, know, gets destroyed. It does invite the the open conversation that have people have critical thinking to say, "Oh, that is also a viable option." For sure, oh, I appreciate that. For sure, green energy, <laughs> solar Bro, wind, you're good man. <laughs> solar wind and electric. We talked about EVs. This goes back to publicly traded companies as well. Um, even in the Middle East, they are planning for a life without oil. I believe by in like ten years, yeah. all cars in the UAE will have to be electric cars. Um, they already have that mandate in California. New York has that mandate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is why going back to the EV charging station, all of this stuff is it's all connected in a in a web. I watched Spider Man this weekend. Spider Man um, was good. New one. Yeah. yeah. So um, and, and solid. It's all right. Um, yeah. it, it ended pretty interesting. I didn't see it yet. I didn't see it. Yet. So it's all connected in a web. Like the Spider-Man thing, one of the things that I got from the movie was like, if you mess up one thing, you're going to mess up the whole entire web. It's yeah, all connected. So all of this stuff that, we, that we're saying at Market Mondays, where we're talking about Apple, we're talking about AI, whether we're talking about Microsoft, we're talking about Tesla, we're talking about, you know, Matt coming to talk about multifamily home investing, mm -hmm. or we're talking about land, or we're talking about entrepreneurship, or we're talking about Africa, and we're talking about media space all of this stuff is connected it's, it's all a web and you got to kind of figure it out how to all pull it together um and then the last one well number one technology which is pretty obvious mm -hmm. but to, the, the main two i think artificial intelligence we've talked about that before i use chat gbt every single day i was actually just showing some friends of mine chat gbt yesterday a lot of people still haven't even heard of chat gbt um so i was showing everybody that i showed you see chat why GBT. i replaced them eight people in it yeah, so I, I, that's something that I feel like um, that's not it's not a bubble or a fad because it, with the way that it, the how useful it is 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 one of the most useful things ever created, and um, so artificial intelligence obviously from a variety of different standpoints, whether it's machines, self-driving cars, Chat GBT, you name it, AI is going to play a major part, and um, 
cybersecurity. Obviously, we've talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. CrowdStrike and different things of that nature. Um, going back to the publicly traded company conversation. So those are yeah. Yeah, there, there was this guy in our comments. He's always in our comments. His name is um the master investor. He had quantum computers as in his number two. Yeah, so talk about your can, talk, can, talk talk about talk about your, your, your thoughts. Can, can you expound upon that? Talk about sir. your thoughts on the next on the next Wait. decade. Yes, and then I, I got a question for you. Go ahead. You want to ask your question now? Well, I know you put nanobot technology. Mm-hmm. And so when nanobot technology, we just covered Neuralink and we, we, we saw that what that can is that what you were going when you were saying that? No, no, with nanobot technology, I'm looking at it more for like uh in surgeries to not cure, but to like uh for heart disease, coronary coronary attacks, um strokes like i think if they already have been working on it but i would love to see because i'm looking at okay ai is here and Mm -hmm. as an investor you always want to find a new technology that you can bring to the front same thing you want like an innovator's thesis on the next thing so i'm looking google apple microsoft lily if they can say we can extend your life because people don't trust Neuralink and elon but Elon is making a market for this kind of technology to be embedded into us where we, you know, like are like superhuman, if you will. If Eli Lilly came out and said at scale, we now can have a surgery that clears out 50% of arterial blockages or Mm -hmm. that would change the game because people don't always want to go the prescription medicine route. And if it's a, it has to be a trusted brand. That's why I keep leaning, leaning on Lily. But I think whoever is the first company, and maybe it's a startup that gets a lot of funding from Sequoia. But I think of a lot of the diseases that we face in Western civilization and Western countries, um, that would be a game changer in healthcare. So that will like shoot them past most pharma companies and most biotech companies. Number two, quantum computing. That I think that's going to be the next big race in the next ten years. Like whoever gets that down. And is able to do quantum computing at scale for enterprise and users um, on a personal side will be a game changer. Then, of course, like tech is always going to be be the number one. But the nanobot technology, when I'm looking for like a real use case game changer, not artificial gains, not artificial hype, uh, money being pumped into a sector, I think that can have a huge impact on the overall market cap. But more importantly, I think nanobot technology can have a huge impact on America's GDP. If we're looking at America as a startup outside of Tesla, we haven't had anything great in like 12 or 13 years. Even if you look at where Bitcoin was, who was supposedly founded by, it is not an American creation. So if I'm just comparing it, America as a startup, what have we created? Like Apple is what, 40 something years old. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that um and then also like a lot of people was like, what company should we invest in? Well, part of it is is up to you guys to do the research, but Apple like, or Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. Um and just in general, like let's go back to this chat GBT conversation. So it's like I feel, you know, it's like when Google first came out, right? Like everybody wasn't using Google, but mm-hmm. if you use Google, you understood how revolutionary the technology was and like this is this is going to be big this is something that's going to change the world and this is going to be big right 
Um, that's how I feel about like AI chat GBT specifically. Like I feel like it's only going to get better. It's only going to be more improvements. Like, and like I said, a lot of people still have never even used it. Most, most people have never used it and a lot of people have never even heard of it. So this is something that's going to be big. Um, and yeah, obviously Microsoft on that, on that side of things, but just a lot of the different tech companies that are going to be implementing this type of technology. Um, I feel that Google will be implementing technology um, I felt obviously Apple, mm-hmm. uh, Microsoft, um, Nvidia. We talked about the chip, the chip companies. That's you know a, a no brainer. Um, there's so many different. So even if you obviously you should you know if you don't even want to invest in any one company, like it probably would be at least at least a good idea to invest in the index, the yeah. QQQ or a technology index, where you understand like ETI, this is yeah. something that's going to change the world, and it's not a fad. And is is going to have many different phases, but this is only going to push the technology even even forward. So at the very least, like you know, it probably would be a good idea to invest in a QQQ or another tech index that has all of these different tech companies that are making these type of you know products yeah. in it, and Tesla and all these companies. Like, that would probably be beneficial. And I know people often say. Okay, I'm tired of hearing Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, NVIDIA. Great, and you had a lucky call, but NVIDIA, what's the next one? The next one are these. Yeah. Even when people keep saying Apple is not innovative, there's a huge difference between development of an idea versus innovation. Apple has acquired 100 AI companies and didn't say shit about it. That's where I was going, Ian. That's exactly where I was going. Like, Like... Go ahead. It's it's important what you're saying, right? Because most people are saying like Apple, Apple, Dell invented. No, well, Apple has an operating cash flow over ninety three billion. So even if they don't create it, you get mad and go buy Tesla. They can go buy the company that does. And so, yeah, by default, you invest in Apple because they have the operating cash flow. But that's something that people should look at. Like if you're looking about companies, which companies have enough operating cash flow to go out and make acquisitions? That's important. Right, because somebody right now, the, the, the way we're talking about AI and we're talking about especially the, the, the nano robots, and that's what I was thinking about when I was saying uh, the Neuralink was the first time yeah. there was going to be technology inside of the body that can change something um, from the inside out. But somebody's creating that right now. Yep. That's happening right now. Right now, whether we know it or not, it's happening. The fact is, like, they might not have the capital to make it large scale or have it widespread uh, use. Right. So that's when a company that has operating cash flow comes in and looks at it and says, wait, from a mergers and acquisitions point, can we add this to our portfolio to help mm-hmm. growth? Yes. There's a bunch of companies. There's a few companies, not a bunch. There are a few companies that the surplus of operating cash flow is so large that they may just have to do it because yeah. what else are they going to do? Yeah. Because the only space that Apple can really infiltrate to continuously have these kind of gains over the next 30 years is healthcare. And I think there's going to be a mass migration maybe in 20 or 30 years for people leaving Western civilization and going towards East because of the food quality things that we talked about before. Um, And if you don't think that Apple is looking at the health data seeing that in just a few years that half of all Americans are going to be obese and going to say, well, okay, we have the data, but we have to have a way to actually fix fix this. Whether it's through partnership, I don't think Apple will ever have like an Apple hospital or any other goofy shit like that. But they will have their foot in 
the healthcare space significantly. Because if you look at our GDP, unfortunately, America makes a lot of money off people being sick. Mm-hmm. So there's more money in the preventative care. But if they get into the space and are able to extend life while giving you a better quality of life, what they just dominate on like the personal computing side. So even when I was doing a, when everyone says that this can't happen, when BlackBerry was the most dominant force on earth, everyone was laughing at Apple the same way and saying, you think that you're going to take enterprise over, which was no easy task. Most people in healthcare are like, there's no way Apple gets into healthcare and in 15 years takes over. It's like if Apple and Stryker and they, they partner and buy up all the charting system companies and make that more efficient with a better user interface. And you, you are now able to extend life for a patient even three to five or six years and give better quality of life. Who is going to stop them? Neo? No. No. And the, this, this is the amazing part on the monopoly side, too. People love Apple so much that even if they formed a monopoly, there would be no revolt against it. Most times when monopolies are happening, it is the people and the users that push back. Like the users didn't like Microsoft having everything caged in. Apple has done business so well across their partnerships and with the ecosystem that they built that almost nobody would care. It's only two spaces to invest in really like for the long term. But I do think there are going to be a lot of opportunities in other countries. That's why I went to Mexico. Can't wait to go back. So we leave London and to be these wedding. Um, but tech and healthcare are the two players that you need to be in and hold your money in for yeah. the long term. And healthcare is one of those spaces where innovation is needed so that uh, the entire space can be more efficient. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you even think about the process of going to the doctor or when you go into the hospital and them trying to find your records and all these things could be done. antiquated. It, it could be done so more efficient. Um, and so innovation is going to change that. And mm-hmm. again, Apple already has the data. It's just about now. How do we make this uh, a, a wide scale thing that becomes more efficient for, for everyone? Yep. Yep. My graduates from my school being Forbes backdrop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.